Chapter 9 of We Were There at the Normandy Invasion by Clayton Knight. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Wayne Cook. Victor Disappears. As the jeep bumped rapidly along, Andre explained to the lieutenant, I did not want to leave there, sir, until I found my friend Victor. He was the one who really stopped that Nazi car, shooting at the tires, I think. He did? The lieutenant exclaimed. Well, why did he disappear after we got there? One of the guards interrupted. Old Frenchman? Walrus moustache? With a shotgun? Andre nodded excitedly. Did you see him? Saw a man like that run back into the orchard of that farm just as we came up. Andre said no more. At least Victor could run. The jeep had been proceeding cautiously around roadblocks and paratroopers. Now it speeded up. A little while later, Andre saw the roofs of his own village, and he cried, Oh, it's been hit. It was a different village than the one Andre had left. Many shells must have struck it. Trees were shattered and old walls tumbled. Two houses, not far from the Gangons, were badly damaged. One lay in smoking ruins. People of the neighborhood shuffled to and fro with arms filled with possessions. Andre called to one of them, The court is, Madame Liscon, are they all right? Yes, everyone did what your captain told us to do. We ran into the fields and hid in the ditches when those German cells started coming. It was not for long. We are told the Marquis found the Nazi gun and blew it up. At a sign from André, the jeep slowed, and, a moment later, he saw that his father's house still stood. In the doorway, Sergeant Weller shouted at sight of the jeep, Kid, you had us scared. Where the... Uh, where you been? He demanded tartly of André, but he did not wait for an answer. He gave the jeep and its load a hasty glance and cried, You bringing in prisoners, too? Then, noticing their rank, he added to the lieutenant, in his sharp official bark. Bring that German brass right in here, sir. Our company colonel's inside. You'll sure want to question him. Inside the house, Andre found a new, older American officer busy with maps beside Captain Doby. They received the prisoners coolly. After questioning the Nazi officers a few moments, Captain Doby hobbled out to the hallway and closed the door after him. His broken leg wore fresh splints, and a new dressing. The captain looked at André with displeasure. I should keep a closer eye on you, boy, he said sharply. What do you mean by running loose round the country with a war going on? Before the captain could continue, Slim sidled through the doorway. Excuse me, sir, he said, but that lieutenant and the guards are sitting out there in the jeep. And do you want them to wait, or can they go, the lieutenant says. A call from the colonel in the other room, summoning Captain Doby, interrupted him. When Doby returned with the colonel, the Nazis, well covered by guns, were ceremoniously marched back to the jeep. The American officer's orders were curt. Lieutenant, I want these men delivered to the general, by you, personally. He's somewhere on Utah Beach by now. The jeep, loaded like a school bus, turned and disappeared in the direction from which it had just come. End of chapter 9